Welcome to the Leading on Purpose podcast with Jackie, where you will hear stories of passion, purpose, and leadership designed to inspire you to live your best life. So let's get started. Dear God, thank you for everyone that is listening to this podcast and for our guest. I ask that you give everyone favor and help them live their best life. Keep this in mind. You will never influence the world by being just like it. So be yourself, be authentic, because the world needs you. Now let's hear from our guest. Hello, podcast listeners. I have a very special treat for everyone today. I have Harry Wilson, who is going to talk about Mindset Matters. How are you, Harry? I'm great. I'm, I'm really excited to, to join you. And, um, you know, we've known each other for a little while, but I've been looking forward to the opportunity to, to, uh, to you know, join you on, on the podcast. So thanks for having me. Well, good. Well, I'm so happy uh, to have you. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about your, your life journey um, from a personal and a professional perspective? Well, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I was born in Cincinnati and ra- raised in Virginia. Um, you know, I come from a family of, uh, you know, Af- you know, I'm, I'm African-American family um, that placed a high value on education and athletics, you know, um, a, a history of, of, an, of a lot of overachievers in, in both. Um, which, which we were blessed with, um, you know, educated grandparents that were PhDs, you know, one, my grandfather was the president of a historically black college in Virginia. Um, my grandmother was a a dean and a provost at a, at a, at a, at a university, you know, my dad and my dad and all his brothers went to Ivy league school up in, up at Dartmouth. Um, all of them went to Dartmouth and this is back in the sixties and seventies. Right. So, um, and my dad ended up going to law school, UVA and, um, where, where, where he met my mom. Um, at UVA in Charlottesville. So, so then, you know, when I, when I came to like, you know, my development, you know, growing up in an environment where excellence was kind of a, you know, a requirement, you know what I mean? Um, and, and putting, I was putting a lot of environments and ecosystems where, you know, the people around me, um, you know, it created a really competitive environment. Um, and, um, you know, a lot of bright students and, and, and athletics and so on and so forth. And so it, it, you know, I insist, I really wanted to be a two sport athlete, two sport athlete like my dad when I when I when I got the opportunity, which I which I was lucky enough to get and play was played Division One uh, football and baseball, uh, um, and you know, and then when I was done, I got into sales, right? I mean, you know, when, when I was finished and washed up and and, <laughs> and uh, you know, the, the career was over, uh, I got into sales and and um, <clears throat> you know, worked at Enterprise Rent a Car was my first job out of, uh-huh. out of college. Okay, and, Enterprise. Uh, yeah, which I, I'm thinking based on what you do professionally. Um, you know, you've seen probably a lot of those resumes come through the, yes, the door, for right? sure. <laughs> but um, but then I got you know got into sales and pharma and medical device, and I've spent time in both, um, and, and mostly small pharma companies, and then uh, bigger device companies like Stryker. Um, and you know, and became you know, I was a really good individual contributor and became you know, a leader in those roles and learned a lot about leadership quickly. Got punched in the nose in my first leadership role because I kind of thought everybody should do it the way I did it, right? <laughs> mistake. <Yeah. laughs> That's a mistake. Um, but you know, learn from that quickly and, and grow. And to the point where some of all these experiences led me to wanting to create something of my own, right? Um, with with a with a you know with with a team of people around me that could help support this mission that we that we built at Limitless Minds, right? And um, Limitless Minds is a is a mindset and wellness technology company. Um, it started really as a consulting company, just training and coaching and taking what's worked for for athletes and bringing it to the corporate athlete. But the purpose was really to see how we could help elevate an individual's mindset, right? And um, and you know, there's some studies out there that 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 are that talk about potential and that 92 percent of people 
will say they, they, that they don't feel like they're going to be able to reach their potential, right? That's a shocking number, right? And so Limitless, what we're really trying to do at the corporate level is help help your people, help individuals reach their potential. And, and that's part of that is part of my, part of that is because of this mission that we have, that I have, that I've built kind of from my little life story, right? Of trying to figure out a way for my, you know, as, as, a, as a human myself to just reach that right? To, to identify what my potential is and continue to strive for it. Um, again, becoming coming from this family that expected excellence, right? There's all this pressure, right? And trying to think about pressure differently, which I wish I had the skill set back when I was coming up to do that, right? I, but I struggled with it just like everybody else. Like, what is pressure? Like, how do, how, how do I make it? How do I go from it being a problem to a privilege, right? And um, and now in this stage of my career, I, I, I feel like I've gotten better at figuring that out, still learning. Um, but I want, you know, we, we want to share, like me and my co-founders want to share with, you know, individuals, companies, organizations, like how do we get our people to do that? How do we optimize our people? How do we optimize performance? Um, and how do we do it together in community? You know, uh, like I'm Limitless Minds is the company for those that are listening. It, it is a mental, it is a mindset and, and, a, and wellness technology company. I mentioned earlier that it started off as a, you know, as a, as a consulting company. And Jackie, we, we worked, we did some work together, I think back then. And, you know, we had some speakers and some coaches that would come in and, um, and now we now what it's turned into is a platform that's think about it uh, as a as a Peloton for mental fitness. OK, for, for any listeners who who particularly during the pandemic and maybe dabbled in the Peloton game, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like somebody did the, the pandemic, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and I, and I say that right as an analogy because people are familiar with Peloton, but also because like Peloton, what we're doing with our platform is we're providing access to coaches to, in this case, it's mental conditioning and mindset coaches, not, not, you know, coaches that are teaching how to ride a bike. Right. But getting access to these, to, to coaches that are pick, uh, picked and, and um, some of the best in the industry, um, uh, the training mindset and peak performance, you're going to get um, also access to this on-demand platform where you have content curriculum experience, my, daily work, right. Daily work that you can work on yourself. Right. Because that's what really mindset is, right? It's not, it's not, a, it's not just having mental toughness. It's, it's the ability to put in the daily work that it requires to condition your mind for not only adversity, but also success, right? Um, and everywhere in between. And so, um, and, and creating a language for yourself internally, and then also externally, which you're going to share with people around you and so on and so forth. So, so this platform is meant to kind of create, be like a mind gym that you can go to and work out, right? If you will, on, on your mental fitness. And then the thing that we're really proud about is the community aspect. You know, what we've learned over the last few years is that the users, the end users, and ultimately our clients that have used our product up to date, um, which was formerly like a web-based, more of a web-based kind of LMS type of platform. Um, they, they've said, you know what, not only do we, we love having a coach, but we particularly love having access to this coach amongst our peers, amongst our, amongst, uh, amongst our co- co-workers, amongst the people around us, our family, our friends, et cetera. So we want to have, we, we love to have this access in the community. So we're leaning into that as well. Um, so, so yeah, access on demand experience and, and community. And, um, and what's neat is that what we're able to find with the clients we're working with is we're able to impact a few different areas of their business. One, helping them retain their, some of their best people. And, and we weren't set up, we didn't, we started this company prior to a pandemic. So you know, this idea of a war on talent really wasn't kind of like a main part of our thesis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we thought, yeah, we could probably impact some retention, but that wasn't really what was our number one kind of metric. But, you know, with this war on talent, this great, quote, great resignation, um, yes. you know, it's important, like, hey, what tools do we have to keep our people here, right? Especially our best and the people that we, that you know, that we really need to, to keep aboard. So we're, helping, we're able to help retain talent, attract talent uh, as well. Um, and then, you know, when the talent's there, make sure that they're fulfilled, that the sentiment at their, and at, at work is, is the right mindset, 
and out and, and kind of like outcomes from that mindset, particularly with this hybrid world that a lot of these organizations are in, where the four the, the four walls of our former offices, whether it be in our in a, as a salesperson in our car or or in our on our cubicle, if you will, are blurred lines now, right? Working from home and Absolutely. the workday seems to never end, right? I mean, my, I'm in my office, home office, and who knows, like my four-year-old could walk in here anytime, <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, but I think that, um, so having the right, you know, having fulfillment and sentiment at home is critical now. Um, and then of course, the last thing is, is performance, right? You know, we certainly want um, our teams to continue to perform well. And as leaders, one of the things that's been really challenging during the pandemic uh, kind of world is, balancing empathy that you know this this empathy with the drive to results right and like we want we, we need we need to hit that number right we got we got to get to that number but we also want to need to emphasize with our people and all the things that are happening right it's from 2020 2021 from from certainly the pandemic but social unrest and and the political landscape and you know you name it right working from home and all this stuff so so we've been able to really help organizations to sh- build a mindset and a language around their culture um, to help them perform through these moments, to help them retain their talent, help them re- attract the best people and give them some metrics around the impact of the, of the experience too. So they can say, this is where we were. We did X, Y, and Z. We remeasured and holy smokes, like look at the mindset shift of our people and look how it impacted performance. And so, so that's, that's ultimately, you know, what we've done. I mean, the most recently this, this app, we've gone from that web-based platform to this app. The app is called Club Limitless. Okay. Um, and so we ask people to join the club, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it, it really is still, it's still more of a B2B platform, but it's in the app store it's in, and it's also an Android. So individuals can download this, this, this app um, and, and leverage it um, for themselves. Our, our, our business is um, focused currently on B2B with, you know, a roadmap to go to consumer over the next year or so. So, so stay tuned. But um, mindset is a topic that you hear a lot about, and mm-hmm. we know that having, whether it's saying a positive mindset or the right mindset is, is really important. So in your opinion and what you guys work on, what is having the right, right mindset? What does that mean to you? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, and I touched on just slightly, you know, I, I think it's, it's got a, it's a daily, it's a daily effort. It's like daily hygiene, right? It's like brushing your teeth. You know what I mean? Twice a day, doctors recommend, you know, dentists recommend, right? Twice a day, twice a day, floss too, right? <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's conditioned, right? It's, it's, you're, you're building a level of adversity tolerance um, with the right mindset, right? Um, it's about allowing your mind to, to work for you, not against you, you know? Um, it's, it's implementing a framework that is fundamental, blocking and tackling, right? You know, it's that form in your jump shot, right? If you're, you know, where it's that, it's that, Probably as a certain running form that you that you employ, Jackie, when you're when you're at your best, right? That keeps you healthy. I don't know about that, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, you know, and, and if you don't have the, you know, with, if you have the wrong gait, right, or when you're yeah. in your stride, you know, that's where injuries show up, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's the same thing with our thinking, like you know, what, what what we're what we're consuming. It's like a diet. It's like a diet, right? Like what I consume is, you know, is going to impact how I feel, right? What I consume with social media news right? The people around me, right? It's, it's garbage in, garbage out, right? Mm-hmm. So, so mindset is, is oftentimes about what we, what we, what we are allowed, what we allow ourselves to intake, right? To consume. And then what comes out from that, right? So we have to optimize what we're, what the, our environment, right? Because it's going to impact our mindset and it's going to impact our, our language, what we say to ourselves internally, right? That self-talk, right? And, and more importantly, because when we verbalize it, it's that verbalization of ne- negativity is weaponized against us, right? And so, so you know, optimizing our language, both internal and external, right? And, and like I said, being careful what we consume. So, 
Can you build on that a little bit? You started talking about, you know, garbage in, garbage out. So really what we take in, like, what else, what does it really take for people to have a courageous mindset? And, and I asked that question because I know that it's, it's really important. Actually, I was listening to a podcast recently, one of Brene Brown's, which I listened to her a lot. And mm-hmm. one of her guests was talking about regrets. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the fact that more people regret inaction than action. Yeah. And it was about, and it's because people, um, are they regret being bold and courageous, but there's so many things that get in our way of being bold and courageous. And typically that comes down to fear. So how does having the right mindset get you out of that, that fear cycle and into movement to be truly, truly courageous and bold? Yeah. So, so the first question of part of first part of that question is about what's courageous mindset. The second part of that question that I'm hearing is, you know, how does that impact your ability to kind of uh, you know, uh, 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 mitigate against fear, right? When you're, mm-hmm. when you're trying to pursue things and you're getting it going after, right? So to me, courageous mindset is about two things. It's about your tolerance to risk and your tolerance for adversity. Tolerance to risk and your tolerance for adversity. And I say that you you have to be, and you meant, you kind of talked about like being a movement, right? Like you have to be willing to have a bias for action. And that's something that I learned from like, there was a, there was a, there was a leader, there was a leader at Amazon, not Jeff Bezos, but actually his number two, a guy named Jeff Wilkie, who's no longer there. And Jeff Wilkie had built these, I think there were 14 like leadership principles. Uh, don't quote me on that. I think it was 14. And one of one of them was b- the bias for action. And I asked him, what does that even, what does that mean? Right. Uh, and he's, and he said that like, knowing that you are knowing that there's a risk involved, right. Your ability to just take the next right step, right. Knowing that worst case scenario, m- most, most things that you do, um, have a very, the consequence is not a fraction of what you think it is. If it's no, if it ends up being the wrong decision. Right. You know, and, but most, and most times what you do is you, you're able to kind of learn from, you know, learn and just reiterate, right. If you build, you know, for us, for our company, we're building a, a tech product right now. It's all about releasing it, release and learn, release and learn, release and learn. Right. The, the quicker that we, that we get, the quicker that we get uh, feedback positive or negative, the better the product gets and you know, more rapidly, right? So they have to have a bias for action, right? Even though there's risk in exposing what you what you built, right? And you have to have this tolerance for adversity. And I mean by that, it's kind of like pain tolerance. Like you and I might, um, I don't know, we might go for a run, right? We both have the same, maybe a uh, same maybe tendonitis in our knee or something, right? And it's you know a, an ailment in our in our leg, right? But you might just be a little, you might have a little more pain tolerance. You might be a little bit tougher than me. And, and in a week or two later, you're back on, you're back on the, you know, you're back on the track or you're back on the, on that run, that, that, that 5k. And I'm still in the, in the, in the quote, in the training room, right. Or iced up, not quite back on the road again. Right. That's a, that's pain tolerance, right. We, we might, we all have a, have a level, have a level of pain tolerance and, and want, yours might be greater than mine. Same thing with adversity tolerance. You know, we're all going to face adversity. The question is what's your tolerance for it. Right. What's the, what's like, what's, what's, what's the ceiling, right? Right. When do you, when do you hit your head on the ceiling? Because the person next to you, their, their ceiling's a little higher and they're able to withstand more. Right. And whether it be individually or organizationally, like adversity tolerance is oftentimes the difference between success individually or, or as a group, because, you know, when we aggregate, especially think about a team, if we had a hundred salespeople, if our, if our adversity tolerance individually is, is higher than our competitors, like we're going to be able to do more, go further. Right. Um, and so I, I think that like having a courageous mindset is the ability to build a risk tolerance and a, and a, 
and an adversity tolerance that's that's like really critical because you're going to you're going to face resistance in your life, right? And your tolerance for that resistance is really important, right? And and you mentioned reinvention. I believe that a courage mindset is is also like your your willingness to reinvent yourself, right? And it might be every, it might be yearly, it might be monthly, it might be quarterly, it might just be kind of these uh, ad hoc like ebb and flows of your life. What's your ability to kind of pivot, right? What's your ability to to kind of uh, how agile are you mentally, right? Now you asked about fear, right, and how that correlates to fear. I think that I, I really don't think you can over. You, you you know, people ask how do you overcome fear? I don't think you can, right? Or you know, and, and so it's so it's like leaning into the stage fright in this case, right? Or leaning into heights. You know, if they tell you if, if you're scared of heights you know, it's maybe go do something like, you know, that, that, that's going to put you in that scenario. You're going to realize that you have a, a higher tolerance for it than you thought in, in some cases. So, I mean, I think it really is like leaning into it as the best way to handle fear. Right. You know, um, you just get those repetitions in those moments where you're scared. Right. Yeah. So, so I mean, I think that, you know, um, you're, you're, you know, the courageous mindset is about, you know, building a tolerance for risk and building a tolerance for adversity. And the ways to do both of those things are to put yourself in as many of those adverse or risky moments that you possibly can. Because you start to build a repertoire for how you're going to respond to it. And you're like, okay, like I have this in the cards. Like, okay, I felt this before. I can, now I can do more. It's just like when you're, I, I keep using this, this running analogies because life is a marathon, right? But I think that, you know, if I were to, I can't run a marathon right now, right? I'm not, I'm not a distance runner, right? But I know that I could run a marathon, Right. But I'd have to do the things that it takes. So if I got to go from running a 5K, right, to now I got to run seven miles and then I'm going to run. You can tell me more about how, how it really takes what the training regimen is. But but I think that, you know, but my ability to build miles on top of miles and then rest and recover and then build miles on top of miles and then rest and recover to the point where I know that I can run a, that I've actually run a marathon that I've run the 26.2. That takes conditioning. Right. Repetition, building, building blocks upon building blocks and the same thing with risk and adversity. You put yourselves in these moments. You build the, the tolerance as a, as a result, right? That tolerance you build for risk and adversity allows you to not overcome fear, but to use the fear for your, you know, for your, for for the better, right? Because um, the fear becomes something smaller than you thought it was. So, so hopefully that makes sense. That that's my absolutely it does. And I I mean we all feel fear. I mean it's it's no getting away from feeling fear. That is a a fact of life. And what I hear you saying, and what I've heard others say as well, is is leaning into that fear is to not let the fear keep you from doing things. And that's actually something I've always told my kids: is not let fear keep you from doing things. And I know all. It is a lot easier said than done. I'll be honest. But also when you do take that step, I had a personal situation maybe a month ago where I had to speak up in a meeting about something that is a kind of controversial topic. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was, it was uncomfortable and it was with individuals that are at, you know, two levels above me, but I was able to step into it and lean into it because it was something one, I was really passionate about and believed in, but it gives you that courage to do it more often um, you survived it, you, you know, yeah. you survive it and you, you move forward, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. You're yeah. able to build more confidence around it and more courage in your convictions. So the next time around it, whether you have to stand alone, like you did in some cases, maybe you had to stand alone in that moment, or, you know, you're, you're kind of, you have a, you know, you have, you have something to say about it. I don't know people are gonna, how people are going to respond. You realize in most cases you crushed it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. You crushed it. And if you didn't, you learn from it. And now you're like, okay, well, uh, right. you know, I learned from that bad boy and I'm not do that again. Right. And, and you know, uh, and that's, that has its own value. 
Right. So have you, have you, are you a Ted Lasso fan? Do you watch yeah. Ted Lasso? Yeah. I do. So I love the scene in Ted Lasso when he said to have a, um, a memory like a goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I actually did use that today about something that happened in my, in my day today where something yeah. did not go exactly the way I wanted it to. And I was like, have a memory like a goldfish. Move on, move on. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful quote. And I remember, you know, for, for those that don't know that are listening, you know, I have a brother that plays in the NFL and he plays quarterback. And, um, you know, I remember one thing that he learned kind of early on in his career is, is this idea around having amnesia, you know, um, or having a memory like a goldfish, because you're going to have moments throughout a 60 minute game that are with the storm. There's, there's a storm. Right. And you have to be able to throw that next pass, if you will. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, and, you know, having a memory like a goldfish allows you to do that with confidence, you know, because what what just happened really has no predictive measures on what's going to happen next. Right. A lot of people carry one moment on to the next. Right. And then it does have an impact on the next moment because you're 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 not you're not in an optimal performance state. Right. And so um, so having the memory like a goldfish uh, or, or having kind of like, you know, that short that short memory is is it's really a great, you know, really great tool that can be developed for individuals, you know, as they go into these big performance moments that they have, you know. Yeah, and one last thing I'll comment on, and I'm going to ask you a couple of fun questions and then finish yeah. up with a few more questions is one of the other things that, that helped me a lot is a saying around when it, it, it may or may not be a mistake, but even when you make a mistake to say to yourself, I may have made a mistake, but I'm not a mistake. It's mm. like making sure that you're not internalizing anything that does not go exactly the way you want it to, or and maybe different decisions that you could have made to make sure that you don't feel like it's you, but a decision that was made and, and that's okay. We just learn from them all the time. So yeah. Yeah. It's the behavior, right? It's not, yeah. it's not you, it's the behavior and, and then behavior can be, you know, um, you know, you can shift that behavior the next time, right? You know, you've learned from it, you've diagnosed, you can now say, okay, moving forward, here's the one or two things I'm going to do differently. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So Harry, I'm going to ask you a couple of fun questions and then we'll finish up with a, a few okay. final questions. So I just mm-hmm. want you to say whatever comes to mind first, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your favorite dessert? Um, Probably warm, like a warm apple pie with some vanilla ice cream. Okay. What kind of vanilla? Vanilla bean or? Like a vanilla, like a vanilla bean. Yeah, vanilla <laughs> bean. Probably like any vanilla really, but like a vanilla bean. Like I like like a warm, like Warm, warm pie or warm cake with like vanilla ice cream on it, right? Like that's, that's, I like that, right? Okay. And what was your best pickup line when you were single? <laughs> um, like, I have no game whatsoever. So I'll tell you, I, I really don't, I, you know, my wife and I joke, like, I'm like, listen, Court, like, my name, my wife's name is Courtney. I'm like, if any, uh, you, nothing can happen to you because I don't know what I do, right? Like, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't have anything to, you know, I wouldn't have any game. And, and so honestly, my 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 philosophy that I told my buddies about, like when I was in particularly in college, I, I've known I've been I've been with my wife uh, since we dated in college as like, oh, okay. you know, so I haven't had to use any game in a long time. Right. <laughs> um, but like it was the it was what I called the no game game. You know, what I mean, just kind of like the mysterious indifference, you know, um, is what worked for me. Right. Uh, and so I don't even I don't even know that I have. a. I mean, I don't think because of that, I don't think I really have any lines because you know i would just I, I was more of the indifference like you know would say nothing and like poof be gone right <laughs> and, and that was that was what worked that was what worked for me so then you know according to according on this podcast she would she would she would say that like the what what got her thinking was like i'd be there one minute and gone the next and then like 
<laughs> then she'd come searching that right, I trying to figure out where I went. Um, so I don't know. I don't have a line. But... To keep them thinking, I guess. Right? I, don't, I don't have a line. But that's my strategy. You know what I mean? So. Okay. My last one. Now that you told me you know how to sing, I won't ask you though, but what is your favorite song to sing out loud? <laughs> Feel free to sing a line if you choose. No, I'm not going to, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not going to sing. I don't want to embarrass myself after I said I could sing. Right. But so, you know, what's funny is that we just went to this, um, we went to like, this past weekend, we were at a, a fundraiser. It's for like the school system here. Uh, we were at it's, uh, the anchor is called Anchorage auction. I live in an area called Anchorage, Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky. Um, but, uh, but um, a couple of years ago, I late night, it was kind of late night, right? It was after, you know, after some, some adult beverages, um, somehow I ended up on stage with the band and, and <laughs> sang Purple Rain, same sang Purple Rain with the band. Oh, wow. And so, and so now it's, it's kind of a thing, right? And so, so, you know, it's been three or four years since that happened. So every year, you know, I end up on the band with the band. It's the same band every time. I end up with the band singing Purple Rain. So, Rain. so maybe that's oh, nice. That's, maybe that, I, you know, I like songs that, you know, people can sing with and sing along with. Right. And, uh, you know, that chorus is, is, is good. And certainly I love Prince. And so, uh, so maybe, maybe Purple Rain, but, so I, a, but I'll, I'll say that. anything, anything one. Motown though, anything Motown is great. You know, okay. you know, fan, kind of family tradition stuff there. Um, but Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, just a few more questions to finish up here, Harry. So what what is the final advice that you would give to others to help them live with a courageous mindset and really go for their dreams? Yeah. Um, you know, so so this is one thing I do and, and take it for what it's worth. I, I, this has helped me uh, in the last five, 10 years, five years, really. So every year I, I, I commit to doing something I've never done before. Okay. Um, and it doesn't have to be about work. It doesn't have to be, you know, to, you know, whatever you want it to, whatever, whatever works for you. Like try something you've never done before and make it kind of, make it kind of big, right? In other words, like something, you know, certainly a commitment, right? And make it, you know, and maybe what I would recommend is maybe a commitment that involves others, right? Because, because most of us, most of us um, are, you know, will stay more committed, you know, stay committed longer. Someone else knows, we'll, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're human, we're, the human condition is to not let people down, right? So, you know, so I, you know, Try something that involves up. And I'll give you an example of what I did just so people aren't like, okay, what is what is this? Right. So a couple of years ago, I mean, I was in, like I mentioned I was an athlete, football, baseball. I played a lot of sports, but one sport I never played was ice hockey. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, and and I don't, you know, I thought I could skate because I've done I've been on a skating rink before. Like I can skate. Well, I, so I decided to start to, to play in this never ever league with some friends. Um that, you know, I was a grown man, a grown man, it was grown men, right? <laughs> and uh, who, and this, who largely haven't played hockey before. Um, and so I, you know, got all the equipment, purchased, you know, the stick and the pads <laughs> and the whole, the skates, um, you know, skates that were not broken in, which was one of my first mistakes I learned. Um, and then quickly realized that I'm not a good skater. Um, I, can't, <laughs> I can't turn, I can't stop. I can't skate backwards, right? Oh um, and, uh, and I'm slower than I thought, right? And, but it was a blast. And we created a ton of memories and, you know, I have a lot more respect for that sport. Um, it was a great workout. Um, it's a fun story to tell uh, and just trying something new. Right? And we talk about risk tolerance and adversity tolerance, right? With a courageous mindset, you know, doing things that you've never done before. Um, you know, it, it was, I, don't want to say, I wouldn't say ice hockey was a bucket list or anything like that. I think that'd be exaggerating, but it's something that I can say that I've done, right? And learn from and, and, and uh, you know, create, actually found some new friends out of, out of it as well. And so, so, you know, I think that whatever that is for, for, for you, you know, I mean, try something new, like, what is it that you haven't done? Again, it doesn't have to be some bucket list thing, just something that's going to, that you think, you know, I've never done this before and pull somebody along with you 
right? Or a group of people or make it a team thing or whatever, because then you guys are all doing something maybe new and, and learning together. And that's, 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 I think, an advice for a creator's mindset, just to exercise that in that way. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, I like that. You know, try something new. I uh, like you try something new every year. I like that a yeah. lot. That's, that's yeah. really good advice. I really want to thank you for your time, Harry. So my final question for you is how can people get in contact with you? And we'll definitely put it in the notes as well. So this has been yeah. an amazing conversation with you. Yeah. So for, for me specifically, you can, you know, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, you know, you'll notice that it's Harry B, like my B is my middle initial, Harry B. Wilson, the fourth. Um, uh, Instagram and, and social. So Instagram and Twitter, um, HB Productions 83. That's my is my handle, HB Productions 83. You can also check out our company, Limitless Minds, on, on, on LinkedIn. It's just Limitless Minds. Um, uh, and, um, and our website is Think Big hyphen gofar.com think big hyphen gofar.com um you can also follow limitless on socials as well you'll see it as think big underscore gofar on on twitter and uh and 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 instagram so yeah come check us out you know our website visit the website check it out you can also you can you know if you're if you're interested in in working with our team and having our team come and do some stuff you can you can send a note uh, inquire um online on website you can certainly reach out directly to me and, and slide into the dms on uh on LinkedIn or whatever, if, if that makes sense, I'm, I'm accessible. So, so, um, so, so let me know, but you know, we're, uh, you know, we're excited to, to make an impact, uh, partner, um, and, uh, you know, and help people, you know, perform better longer and, and, and elevate their mindset. You know, that's what we're doing. Well, thank you so much for your time, Harry. It's really, really been a pleasure chatting with you. I really love a lot of, a lot of the things that you said, and, and definitely I'm going to take away a lot of what you said and definitely apply it because that's what it's all about is, is learning, but the important aspect is to apply what you've yeah. learned. So thank you for spending time with me today. I really appreciate it, and I enjoyed the conversation, and I wish you continued great success, and congratulations on the sex the success that you have already had. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Jackie. I appreciate the opportunity and, and uh, it's great to kind of reconnect and, and um, you know, I love, I love what you're doing um, with, with this podcast. Uh, it's really great work and I'm looking forward to, you know, continuing to listen to, to future episodes. So, so thanks for letting me just be a small part of it. My pleasure. Yeah.